guys. This is Joy. And this is Claire. This is episode 343 of the Girls Gone Wild podcast. No, really, it's me. I promise. I just have a really raspy voice this week. Um, <laughs> so I was going to say like, hey, anyone who's like super annoyed by that, tough. It's just going to have to happen. Uh, <laughs> I don't feel like anyone and except for you would be annoyed by it. Yes, I'm annoyed it by is. it. It's cold and flu season. Yeah, cold and flu season. Welcome to the podcast. This episode is sponsored by Ned, our favorite, favorite CBD products. Our favorite humans, really. You can go to helloned.com. The discount code is GGW to support the podcast and support this great sponsor. They have a really awesome new hormone balance line. I highly encourage you guys to check it out. It also makes a great gift. We're coming upon, well, we actually are here. Holidays are here. So you can do all your shopping for your favorite friends and uh, support the podcast at the same time. That's helloned.com, the discount code GGW. Thank you so much for supporting Girls Gone Wild podcast. It's your birthday. I wish I had like a really good birthday song with a really great voice, but you know how Phoebe was like, it's my sexy phlegm. Yes. Hello. Thank you, sexy phlegm. Yes, today's mm-hmm. my birthday. You guys will be hearing this in two days, but we are recording on my birthday, November 26th. It was a snowy Thanksgiving night that I was born back in 1987. And ever the people who are listening to this a lot of people are like, oh, my God, you were born in 87. I was like getting my master's in 87. I'm like, yes, it's true. I'm 32. It's, um, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. And it's been a good day. It's been a little crazy. We um, got a big snowstorm yesterday and today. It probably snowed. We got about a foot and a half to two feet at our house. How much did you get? We got about a foot and a half. Yeah, it's, yeah. it was nuts. Wait, was it really a snowy night when you were born? Uh-huh. Yep. Do you, and it was Thanksgiving. Do you know like your birth story? Like, okay. I Yeah, it's nuts. Did, it's was this Amy? Was this Amy Poehler's book where she was like, everyone should know their birth story? I think it was Amy Poehler's book where she's like, everyone should know their birth story. Like call your mom right now and ask about your birth story. Like how you're born if you don't know. And I yeah, love it. I do know. I don't, I mean, I don't know like every single detail, but I, so I, it's like kind of a long, the story of my birth is a little bit of a long saga because you guys all know James and I were IVF in like the really early days of IVF. And so my mom always talks about how she felt like a science experiment for her whole pregnancy. And she started going into labor really, really early. I forget exactly when, but like early 20s in the weeks, like 22, 23 weeks maybe. And so they put her on bed rest and they sewed her cervix shut which I don't know if that is still something that they do. And, oh but God. but then at like, so we were born, I want to say at 29 weeks. And when we were born, my water broke. And so that's why they finally had to be like, okay, you know, like there's nothing else we can do because your water broke. And so they just like took my mom off the magnesium or whatever it was they had her on to keep her from going into labor. And she started going into labor, but they hadn't removed all the stitches. So... She was having contractions with a stitch in her cervix. No, 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 no. absolutely no. not. <laughs> and she kept trying to tell them like, Carol, you were a she kept star. Trying to tell them, like something is wrong. No. Yeah, no. And she kept trying to tell them like something is wrong. Something is wrong. And they were like, oh, basically kind of gave her like the oh, sweetie, you know, it's supposed to hurt sort of thing. And then finally she was like, you have to go like, look, just look. And they looked and they're like, oh, you're right. Sorry, we missed one. Murder. I would have murdered right? someone. I would have absolutely murdered, murdered someone. <laughs> Oh, oh my so, God, Carol. Really, Carol, this day is a just, celebration oh, of my mom. It I really know. is. She was like, she, we were, I was talking to her today and she was, um, we were kind of joking about, you know, she was like, good job. I'm making it to 32. And I was like, well, thank you for, you know, getting me to 32. And, you know, you didn't have to do all that. 
And she thought I was talking about the labor. And she was like, I kind of did. And I was like, well, that, yes, that part you did. Um, But yeah, and then I was born first. And then James, my twin, was born second. And um, we were pretty much just like whisked off to the NICU and spent the next, and we didn't come home until Christmas. So we were born on Thanksgiving. We were a little tiny preemies. This day and age, we likely would have been kept in the NICU quite a lot longer. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the 80s, we were only there for a month. And um, that's crazy because we yeah. have such similar birth stories. Like I was same. I was born first and then we were in the uh, NICU for about a month. And I'm like, how did our moms like just hang out in the hospital with us for a month? Like we weren't able to go home. It's crazy. Yeah, my mom, like, and we were in Denver. My mom was living in Boulder. So like, every day she'd wake up, drive down to Denver, spend the day with us, then go home, go to sleep, wake up the next day. Oh my day. God, same. Yeah, like an hour away. Okay, so how did you actually celebrate your birthday today? I didn't do anything, honestly. Like I kept forgetting it was my birthday. And people would be like, happy birthday. I'd be like, oh yeah, thanks. It was just a crazy day. Miles had a snow day. You know, when you're an adult, I feel like the only birthdays that are really a big deal are the ones that end in zero. Like, I feel, you know, I'm 32. Like, I'm excited. I'm grateful to be 32. I'm grateful to be getting older. I feel like my birthday in and of itself has really lost. I don't really care that much anymore. And I don't say that from a place of like, I just don't care or like, I hate getting older. Like, I love getting older. I'm one of those people who I truly, truly believe that getting older is a privilege. And I, you know, like, I just remember reading that quote a couple of years ago that says, getting older is a privilege denied to many. And that was like an, a light bulb moment for me where it immediately shifted my thinking to being like, great, getting older is amazing. I am embrace it. I'm grateful for it. Um, but I, that being said, I don't really care about celebrating my birthday that much. We yeah. are going to go out to dinner this weekend, but that's about it. But yeah, no, we didn't do anything. We had a fun snow day. We made, you know, those crafts. Did you ever do this when you were a kid? They're like these little plastic, kind of soft plastic beads, and you have like a little pegboard, and you make shapes, and then you iron them. Yes, we have done those. Been doing those all day. Oh, that's so fun. It's those been are really so fun. fun. Miles is a so Miles is four, as you guys know, and he's a little on the young side for it. Like he needs quite a lot of help, and obviously he can't iron it. I don't know how old. I mean, like I. Don't think any child who would be interested in this craft should be ironing. Some of the ones we got are like the little pegboards are like a stencil. You know, they're in the shape of like a fish or whatever. So those have been helpful for him because then he can just sort of fill them in with whatever beads he right. wants. There's like a guide. It, yeah. So it's been fun. And um, that's pretty much what we've done all day. Did you ever have shrinky dinks? Shrinky dinks? Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, and you watched Frozen? I haven't seen Frozen 2, but I've heard amazing things. So have I. And I heard that like everyone cries and it's like the most amazing sequel. Yeah. And I listened to, you know, Kristen Bell's interviews on podcasts about the making of it. You know, and Kristen I'm just Bell's like, wow, that's crazy. Um, the fact that to her and the cast that it doesn't feel like really there was any gap between the movies because it takes so long to make an animated film. It's crazy. Anyway, so you watched Frozen 1. <laughs> Does he just like want to watch it over and over and over again? Yeah, it's so there's I don't know what it is. They really like whatever the algorithm is. They really nailed it on this one because it just sucks him right in. And it's also not that long. Like it's only I don't know. It doesn't feel that long. Let's see how long it is. Frozen movie (laughs) runtime. I'm curious because it doesn't like every time it's over. Yeah, it's like not even two hours. And so um, 
Yeah. So it's over quickly. So anyway, so yeah, we played in the snow a little bit. There's this really, we, we live next door to this really fantastic family and they have a little boy who's a couple months younger than Miles. And so he came over and Miles and and he, he and Miles, Miles and him, he and Miles, I think they played in the snow and then I his dad came right. over and basically <laughs> Miles and he, they played in the, they played together in the snow in the front yard and Fabian, his dad came over and basically shoveled my entire driveway for me because I was like really, st- I was doing it, but he just is a much more, you know, burlier snow shoveler than I am. I don't have the technique down and the snow was, sh- was sticking to the inside of my shovel. And finally I went inside and like put some WD 40 on it and that helped a lot, but it was, I just neighbors are the best. That was pretty much my day. And now we're making soup because apparently I just can't get enough soup. Oh, soup. Mmm, noodle soup. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I've been watching so many friends lately that I can't keep I keep quoting okay, friends episodes. You know what I have finally gotten into? Brooklyn Nine Nine. Oh, that's such a good show. It's, it's such a good so show. So funny. We're it's like so half, funny. We're in season I think we're in season four or five. It's just like it's you know, it's just like any of those shows, like Thirty Rock or you know, it's like twenty, twenty five minute episodes, whatever they are. Quick and easy to watch. So funny. Yeah. I love it. I, I really feel like, like I feel like one day you're going to do that with Shit's Creek and I can't wait for that day because it's exactly Okay, here's that. the thing. I want to watch Shit's Creek, but I've heard that it's too awkward. I have a very low threshold for awkward TV moments and No. Like awkward how? No. Like I can't watch like, the Like what office. are the things like uh, I don't the think it's is that- too awkward for me to watch. I so, can't watch like the Meet the Parents movies. <sighs> Those are way too awkward. So I'm trying for me to, to think watch. of like com- in comparison to like Brooklyn Nine Nine and like in like um, Parks and Rec. Like it's it's like that type of humor. It's not awkward where you're like, ooh, it's so freaking funny. It is so. I funny. have to try it and like, because I all more everyone than anything, on the cast I love anything more than anything. Like the characters are so hilarious the way that they've written all the characters are hilarious i think it's kind of like arrested development where you have to get to know the show so like people who go who watch arrested development like three or four episodes in they're like oh i finally get the tone of the show that's how Shit's creek is you have to give it like three or four before you like get to know the characters and then you're like this is the funniest thing i've ever seen in my life (laughs) it's so good especially the characters like the mom ridiculous like i want her entire wardrobe but I think you like it. I don't think it's like awkward humor at all. I'm going to have to try it because... I think it's so funny, though, that you don't like awkward... Like, that you don't like uh, awkward situations. It's just like... Uh, it just <laughs> makes my skin crawl. I just can't. Ugh, do you I not can, like... I can put like, up on the very office, little dramatic tension. Like, on The Office, do you not like that there's like the pauses where they look at the camera and like break the third wall? Is it like No, that? that's not it at all. It's that it's okay. like so... The the situations that they get themselves in are so painful that I'm just sitting there like oh. ah like I can't I can't watch it ah like it's no. it's just like stressful to me that it's so awkward like I have to fast forward through parts of Brooklyn Nine Nine even where I'm like ah this is too much <laughs> You're so funny I don't think it's awkward I don't think it's awkward I think it's more funny than it is awkward to where you just love the characters so much you just want to squeeze them and hold them and like take them home with you. Like, that's what gets me into shows where right. I, like, fall in love with people. So give it a shot. Okay. I know. So Brooklyn okay, Nine-Nine, you're 32. Is there, like, a year in review you would like to um, reflect on? Like, any Let's life see. lessons? Big yeah, I mean, aha it's moments? Of, it's been a big year. I uh, had a baby. That was a big, big part of the year. Got a new job. Another big part of the year. Brandon got a new job. That also happened. 
our sister in law, my Brandon's sister, moved in with us. So, you know, I feel like every year of my life just gets weirder. Like, I have I ever sat here and been like, yeah, my year was pretty low key. No, <laughs> like, I was just going to say that. Like, you've never had like a low key year. No, never. And I don't think I, I don't know. I don't know what that would look like for me because every year I feel like is a, it's like there's a lot of big things that happen. And I don't know if that's just my personality or if it's just my life. So, you know, uh, several large life events and everything that goes with that, you know, not like I'm trying to think like back to this time last year, you know, I was 30 ish weeks pregnant, maybe 32 weeks pregnant. And no, not even I was like 32 weeks pregnant. I wasn't planning on getting a job like this year. Definitely, I mean, every, every time I think about it was like a real life stutter. You guys just witnessed every time that I talk about or think about my year in review, all I can think of is like, what did I think this year was going to look like? And then how did it actually look? Because other than that, I really have no frame of reference for like, oh, these are all the things that happened just because every there's so many things that always happen. I thought that this year, the biggest difference with this year than, than what I expected was that I got a job in Ju- June, July, June. I had not planned on going back to work until around now. Like I was going to try to go back to work around like the, you know, at the earliest, maybe like October, November of this year. And, you know, for my job, like an opportunity just came up. It seemed like a really good fit. I knew some people who worked there, you know, which always makes things feel a little bit easier. And also I feel like always makes things, um, you know, gives you a better insight into what you're getting into. And so I went for it and I'm really, really glad I did. I really, really like my job. Like this is the type of job I truly could see myself there forever. And I've never, I've never felt that way about a job before. I've never just so exciting. <laughs> but I mean, I haven't like every other job I've ever had totally. I, within a couple of weeks. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm only going to be here for a year or two. This job I really, really love. And, um, but it, that was definitely the biggest difference between this year, the how it went and how I thought it would go. And so with that has come, you know, a lot of childcare drama, not drama, just like logistics and having to piece things together. And, you know, so many people coming in, th- you know, coming in, coming in for us, coming through for us. That's the preposition I'm looking for coming through for us. And, you know, Miles is preschool teacher watching Evie all summer instead of having a summer break. And Brandon's sister literally moving across the country to move in with us from New York City because we couldn't find a daycare to put Evie in. And then we're about to get an au pair. Oh, yeah, I can talk about that. And my mom like picked Miles up from school every single day this summer and brought him home. And so it's just so many things and so many people that have come together. And I think that's like it truly takes a village. It totally takes like you. We're not supposed to do this alone and it can't be done alone. And, you know, I'm I really feel like my heart really goes out to and I know that that's such like a stupid saying, but it truly like I feel sad for people who don't have that access to a community and not just and not in like a pity way, but in like a we're failing those people sort of way. Like I feel sad because of what they are going through that is not their fault. That is, you know, just society sucking and making families really isolated. So yeah. Um so for our au pair, I'm very excited about that. We just finalized our au pair. She's getting here in January. She is from Brazil, but she's actually currently already an au pair with a family in 
Manhattan. So that is something I was excited about is that she's a second year au pair. So on the au pair visa, you can request an extension. It's actually like a specific au pair type of visa. And the reason that we decided to get an au pair, there's a couple of reasons. The main one is that we've really, really loved the flexibility of having Brandon's sister living with us. And don't get me wrong, everything with her has been fantastic. People are like, have asked me like, oh, is it not working out with Brandon's sister? It's working out great. And it's working out so great that we want to keep that structure. But she never, her plan was never to do this for more than, you know, six months or so. So she's job hunting. If you're in the Boulder, Denver area and you're looking for a really fantastic entry-level employee in marketing or PR, let me know. So it's just kind of time for her to move on. And um, so that's the one of the, the biggest things is that we've just loved having that flexibility of having someone in our house. As a family, we are so, so like family oriented. You know, we just want, I think our personalities lend ourselves to having someone in our home in that way. Like I think for some families, it could be kind of awkward and it can't, it still could be awkward, but I think we're really um, the type of people who like once you're, once you're in your family sort of thing. Um, and then also just financials. It's a little bit cheaper to have a, an au pair than it's a lot cheaper to have an au pair than it is to have a nanny. It's somewhat cheaper to have an au pair than it is even to do like full-time daycare for an infant. And even if we wanted to put her into full-time daycare, there isn't anywhere available for her in Boulder. There's like very, very, very little in terms of openings. Like you have to put your kid on the wait list before you're even pregnant, literally. Like there's literally a 12 to 15 month wait list for almost all infant daycares in Boulder County. So that's insane. And that's why. So we're really excited. We went through Au Pair in America as the name of the service. There's a bunch of, of like kind of main Au Pair. There's like major Au Pair agencies. And from what I've gathered, they're all pretty similar. So we just kind of picked the first one. So if you guys have any questions about that, I'd be happy to answer them. I'll keep you guys posted with how it goes. And you yeah. forgot about the biggest detail. Um, when this episode airs tomorrow, your chesty is going to be coming out. <gasps> oh my gosh, you guys, my chesty is finally here. I'm so excited. Keep an eye on our Instagram. Keep an eye on the chesty's Instagram. I'm obsessed with this chesty. I love yes. it. It took and a while, but we got there. It took a while. And I am so thankful to Nicole Biscuti from the Chesty for sticking with this. And she was like, honestly, yeah, anytime you step so outside hard. the box, she worked so hard. And she was telling me a couple other stories of like the other bras that she's working on. Like she's been work- working with Lauren Brooks on a Chesty for larger chests for years. She was saying she's working on it for like two years because like she is the type of person who will not put something to market until it's completely what she wants. And that was what the deal with mine is that it has this really cool applique thing on the back. And it just like the production of that applique was just not what she wanted. And so um, she just kept working on it and kept getting new tests and getting new samples and going back and forth. And um, so it's finally coming out on Friday. I'm so excited. Look at our Instagrams for that. It's going to be so fun. What a good birthday week for you. I know. Super fun birthday week. And did you watch the new Eliza special out that's out? No, I haven't yet. Because okay. we're like slogging our way through the final uh, the final season of The Man in the High Castle. Oh, got it. Right. Like and really dark stuff. And then you're going to go to like the light exactly. stuff. Exactly. Brandon has... He's a li- definitely significantly more invested in finishing this series out than I am. It just sounds really intense. Like, it, I don't know if I would... It's very intense. I wouldn't like it, right? Like, it's no. kind of intense and dark. It's, Scott would like, I like it. It's I like really, intense dark stuff, but it just sounds real heady. 
And the thing too is that it's very slow. I really think Scott would like it because it is very heady. It's like very like if you're the type of person who likes to sit around and think about like historical. Nope, I'm out. Things. <laughs> yeah, because I mean the, the premise. I like, is like mystery this is things. Happen. I like murder mystery stuff where I'm like, ooh, I can't believe. Like I get, I want to get spooked a little bit. I don't want to think about history. <laughs> Like the literally the premise of the show is like this is what would have happened if Germany had won the war, had won World War Two. And, you know, if Hitler had come in, had come into power and worldwide power and um it's so the premise is so interesting. And then after season one you get this like little sci fi twist to it a pretty major sci-fi twist to it. And it's very interesting, but it's definitely not the type of thing I typically like. It's very intense. A lot of, it's pretty violent. Um, You see a lot of people get shot, which I just am not super into. But I feel like I'm in it now. Like I can't bail on the last season. So this, to answer your question, no, we haven't watched Eliza yet because instead I'm watching like alternate universe Nazi violence. Right. Well, for those of you who aren't familiar with Claire and I's obsession with Eliza Schlesinger, her Netflix special is out. What's it called? I'm totally blanking on the name. <laughs> your What's your favorite one of hers? Is this your favorite one? Uh, this one's really, really good. I feel like her first two were really good. I didn't love Elder Millennial, but I loved the first See, two. See, and Elder like Millennial the- is my favorite. Yeah. So this one's called Eliza Unveiled and it came out last Monday, no, last Tuesday. And um, so it's all about her, her, her getting married. She got married this year or last year. And I would say like her first two specials, like when she kind of got right out of uh, Last Comic Standing, I would say were her best, like when she was kind of talking about the party goblin and oh, just so funny. But I I mean, I just love, she's so smart. She's such a good comedian. If you want a good laugh, like I've been watching a lot of comedies lately. I feel like anytime Netflix has some good comedy specials, I'll, or I'll rewatch a bunch of the female comics. I, I don't love a lot of the male comic ones. They tend to like fall back on the gross humor, except for like Jim Gaffigan or, you know, there's a couple other ones that I find okay. But she's so good. She's so good. Highly recommend. It. And she's, I don't think she has like any, well, there's a couple like, I guess, dirty jokes. Like if family's around, I probably wouldn't watch it with family. <laughs> Do you get weird when you like watch like stuff with your family? Like I'm always yes, like totally. thinking ahead. I'm like, I don't want to watch that with my parents around. My, my husband, Scott will always be like, Ooh, would your mom like whatever show? And I'm like, I, I have to think ahead. I'm like, uh, no, there's a sex scene. I would be so terrified to sit in the same room with her. Your mom, it's because your mom is like the purest thing ever. She's so pure. Like, would you, like, do you feel awkward when you're watching like sex? Not like, really. Like really dirty also, stuff. I mean, I just don't really like that stuff anyway. The type of stuff I watch, like also I I think in general, I have a slightly different dynamic with my family because I live so close to them. It's so, like, I can't ever imagine, you know, going over to my mom's and watching a movie. Mostly That's because true. if I am watching a movie, it's like Hotel Transylvania 3 or something, but right. <laughs> it's frozen. I haven't right. watched, sat down and watched an adult movie yeah. with anyone yeah. in quite a while. Anyway, so Eliza, watch Eliza. I, I don't think there's anything else like earth shattering on TV that I've been like super jazzed about, but... I'm excited to go see Frozen 2. I like want to go watch it. And then there's another movie that's coming out called Knives Out that I really want to see. It's supposed to be Mm -hmm. like Clue. Ooh, I like that. Um, Should we tell our listeners about our fantastic sponsors real quick? We have some really great sponsors. Did you see my uh, post about Comrade Socks? I did. I'm wearing them right now. You are? Look at those. Ooh, I like the colors. So Claire has like a pink and black stripes. Yeah. Like a light pink with a dark blue stripe. Yes. Because yours are a dark blue with a light pink stripe, right? Yes. And they, um, I like to wear them to work because I don't, I don't like to show a sock that's like really unprofessional looking. <laughs> like 
when you're when you're at work, you want to have like a nice sock, and these really are amazing. So you guys can support the podcast by going to comradesocks.com. The discount code is GGW. They're our great new sponsor. Yet again, I'm just going to plug the holiday gifts. These are great ways to support the podcast and buy some great gifts at the same time. These are perfect for anyone in your life who's on their feet a lot. I am pretty much forcing Brandon to buy these for all of his nurse coworkers because they're so comfy. They're, if you are somebody who is just running around, whether you are in the service industry, if you are a nurse, if you are a doctor, if you are a mom who's on your feet all the time, if there's just any reason that you get to end the day and you're like, oh, I need a foot rub, just nip that in the bud. This is like a preemptive foot rub. Yeah, it really is a preemptive foot rub. So thank you for supporting our sponsor. That's ComradeSocks.com, the discount code GGW. This episode is also sponsored by Superfat, superfat.com, the amazing nut butters, the amazing delicious combinations that I am obsessed with. When I was sick, really, really sick last week, I nothing sounded good. Nothing, nothing, nothing. I was like super nauseous from all these freaking cold medications. And I was like, I'm going to have a super fat. And it was delicious. And it like really helped settle my stomach. So you guys, please support the podcast by supporting superfat.com. Again, discount code GGW, try out all their amazing, great flavors, and just keep a fun little snack in your pocket. Keep it in your pocket. <laughs> That's what I love about it, actually, is that you can like put it in your purse and you don't have to remember that it's in there. You can just stash a couple in your purse, stash a couple in your car, and they don't... You it's know, a no-risk snack. No risk. No, yeah. No risk. There's no risk no. of like spillage. And it's kind of like cathartic. <laughs> it's kind of cathartic I totally to need agree. that little packet. <laughs> I totally agree. I'll sit there at work before I'm like, oh, yeah. I got to get this nice and, and warm. Yes. Mm-hmm. I love it. It's, I like kind of look forward to it. It's like a little weird, but I like it. Just that tactile stimulation. It's great. Yeah. Oh, my cool. gosh. All right. Well, thank you guys again. Thank Thanks you for, for supporting, uh, supporting us. They are wonderful. All right. So you want to turn turn the tides and uh, answer some good questions? Because we got more. We have some like leftovers from last week that we can do. Um, and then we also got a few new ones. But I also have a voice memo. I mean, we can do a couple things here. We also got some email questions I can get into. Let's just dive into some Q&A. Okay. I feel like that's, great. that's what I want for my birthday episode. Okay. You do it. That's what you want. <laughs> Go for it. Someone just asked, how much snow do you have? Because <laughs> we probably keep posting. We have a lot of snow. Come to Colorado. How often do you wash your hair? I love this one. It's like, uh, I can't oh. I can't go out tonight. I have to wash my hair. That's a good question, actually. Yeah, um, it really is. I wash my hair probably like every two to three days. Someone asked if you shower after you work out at your noon class. Like there's like this debate of like when you shower, if you work out during the day, Claire's shaking her head no. I don't. I bring dry shampoo and deodorant and face wipes. To be fair, I don't work in a workplace that is like I need to look super put together all the time. Like if I show up with like a kind of sweaty ponytail after lunch, no one's going to say anything. And if I have a meeting in the afternoon that I need to look nice for, I just don't work out. Like if, you know, because those are so few and far between. But if like, oh, I know that I'm going to be meeting with like my boss's boss's boss or something that afternoon, maybe I'm just not going to work out that day so that I don't show up looking all red faced. But I also have this stuff that I love. It's called, is it called balloon or helium or parachute or something? I'm going to look up. It's from R&Co. I'm looking at the bottle. It's sitting like literally on my dresser and it's turned around the wrong direction. Balloon dry volume spray. I really like it because if I use that with dry shampoo after a workout, it just gives your hair a lot of lift. 
it's not a hairspray, but it's sort of like a mix between a hairspray and a dry shampoo where it's like a texturizer or like like a fiber thing, but like, yeah, I don't know what fiberful is, but um, it's like a texture thing and it gives your hair like, so you can kind of spray on your roots and it gives your hair a nice lot of lift. It's like similar to teasing almost, but it's a spray. And I really like that. It kind of helps my hair um, not look so sweaty. But yeah, other than that, then I just have like those little like Burt's Bees wipes and like I just can, I just put more makeup back on. Yeah, I I have to be careful. Do you ever notice like if you put dry shampoo on too close to when you work out, it turns into like a paste? Yeah, be careful with that. Um, I once Yeah, you can't do dry shampoo right on like sweaty head. No, you got to time it out. It's got to be absorbed before you sweat. Uh, Someone gave a good recommendation. I want to say it was last year that to put on dry shampoo before you go to bed and just kind of like, you know, let it simmer. (laughs) Um, Because yeah, I agree. I think that kind of extends your washings. I used to be the type of person that had to work out, sorry, that had to shower every time I worked out. Like I was religious about it and I would not, I wouldn't flex for anything. Like if I had to work out, I was going to shower immediately and I I wasted so much time because it was like, now I'm not really super anal about that, but I also work out in the morning, so it doesn't really matter. But on the weekends, if I have to like run somewhere afterwards, I'll just like wipe myself down. But yeah, it's it's like, it's such a pain. The other thing I will say though, before I go back to work is I do a full change of clothes, including all my underwear. Like I bring specific underwear to work out or like a specific change, you know, obviously I change sure. my bra, but I sure. also change my underwear. I think that makes a big difference. Yeah. I have do you to- shower every day otherwise though? I do. Yeah. I shower every single day. I don't wash my hair every single day, which I just do a lot of dry shampoo and like air drying it and just like zhuzhing it because it's just a pain. And I also remember JVN said, if you wash your hair every day, it's kind of like washing clothes all the time and the fabric just gets more and more worn out. And that really resonated with me. So thank you, JVN, for saving my hair. Thanks, GVN. Yeah, but shout out to this girl at Fitwall. Uh, I don't know her name. I don't know who she is. She probably doesn't even listen to the podcast. But she is, if if anyone deserves the word hustle, it's this girl. She legit changes. She works out. And then when I go into, we have like a parking garage for Fitwall. So it's not like this open air parking lot or like street parking. It's like a private garage. So it's kind of, you know, it's like blocked. So not a lot of people can see her. But she legit just opens her car door and changes and gets ready with her car door open, with her car running. She's got to get shit done and she's got to go to work. And one day I walked by and I was like, I have so much respect for you. She's like, I'm a teacher. I got to get going. (laughs) I was like, that's amazing. And I mean, every single, like without fail, she's changing by her car. It's so great. So yeah. That's amazing. I'd like to know Um, people's like tips and trips, tips and tricks for like the workout work scenario because I know a lot of people have to do that. It's not like you can be like squeaky clean all the time. I just like I feel I've just never in my life and maybe it's because I grew up in Boulder where like the bodily cleanliness standard is a little bit low. But I just have never been the type of person who feels like I can't show up somewhere looking slightly messy, like slightly dirty. Like I don't feel like every single scenario in life requires you to be freshly laundered. Unless I'm on the unless on the weekends. Like on the weekends I'm I'm like that, but there's I have I couldn't do it for work. Okay, this is a great great one hallmark christmas movies tis the season or what's the reason (laughs) i want to be the person that watches hallmark christmas movies because i know they're so cheesy and satisfying but i've yet to like dive into that pool that one was from kelly o'reilly hi kelly (laughs) hi kelly you're like one of my favorite people ever yeah i say what's the reason if i'm gonna spend like an hour of my life it's not gonna be on like a crappy christmas movie but i appreciate the fact that they're very nostalgic for a lot of people totally nostalgic yeah and probably really good to watch while you're like baking Christmas cookies. It's just like puts yeah. a nice little like spirit in the air. Totally. Um, 
Donna, who's one of my favorite people ever, says, how would you each ideally spend your birthdays staying local, but like your ideal day? So like if Ooh. you had an ideal birthday, what would you what would you plan? You Maybe for next year. Let's plan for 2020. All you need is a light jacket. I really would like to... It's kind of hard because my birthday is always like right around Thanksgiving and it's like the weather is really random and, no, you know, late November. But if I could do anything for my birthday, I would sleep in. I would like hang out with my kids, but not be the person who they're constantly being like, mom, 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 mom. Somehow I would invent a switch to switch that off. I mean, if we're going for like any, you know, absolute dream yeah, scenario Yeah, sky's here. the limit for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then I would probably do a workout, maybe like get my nails done, maybe go for a hike. That sounds nice. Then I'd have a very, very long meal with my friends that included a cheese board and tacos and some sort of like chocolate mousse cake. And then I would come home and watch a Harry Potter movie and then I'd go to bed and someone else would put my kids to bed. Yeah. That sounds like do. a great day. That sounds mm -hmm. like a great day. <laughs> I think if I had an ideal birthday, like I would want to stay in a fancy hotel. I love waking up in like hotel sheets and like everything's very clean. Um, that's like the <laughs> Claire's like, yeah, that looks great. I want to like stay in a really fancy hotel. I want them to serve me room service, <laughs> breakfast and bed. And then I want to just stay at the spa all day. I want to get like facials and massages and the do like saunas and like all that crap and then dinner at root Dad. oh no i want someone <laughs> if i like sky's the limit i want someone to take me on like a pretty woman shopping spree and just like to deliver me clothes and like with all my girlfriends and we all get to try on clothes together and then go to dinner at root down and then i'd be passed out i go to bed at like eight so <laughs> that sounds like a great name yeah i maybe actually i would want like a personal chef yes in my hotel suite perfect mm. And just feed and you like, like <laughs> yeah, I feel like now we're like, getting a little crazy. Table to bed, not farm to table. Like you're just like yeah. table to bed, <laughs> table to my mouth in just, bed. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> farm to mouth. <laughs> farm to pillow. Okay. Somebody asked if I can tell what Miles's love language is. I have no idea. Honestly, I don't Rainbows. think that that really develops until much later because I think, you know, he just still has like pretty basic, like I, I think every toddler's love language is quality time. Like they just want to be around you. And yeah, so that's pretty much what we do right now. It's just a lot of time. I think, I think toddler's love languages is all the love languages right now. It's like 100%. gifts are great. Time is yeah. great. They love hugs words of affirmation. Yeah, hugs exactly. and touch is beautiful. <laughs> like they like all, right. the, all the love all languages. All of the above. Somebody recently asked me about like my, how my relationship with Miles has evolved with having a second kid. And I liked that question because I really feel like Miles has come into his own in the last couple of months as like a kid and not just sort of like, you know, we've, I, he's gotten to the age where we can actually more interact with him rather than just like managing him. I feel like having a second kid has made me appreciate like the contrast so much. Cause there are days when Miles is just like being a little jerk and having Evie there is this such a, like a ray of sunshine where I'm like, you know what? That kid's being a jerk, but you are so cute and just like unadulterated cuteness. But then there are other days where I'm like, okay, the unadulterated cuteness is great, but like there's only so much you can connect with an infant. And then I have this toddler who I can really connect with. And he really is like a lot, the connection is a lot more visceral. And he really, you know, has these like more complex, interesting, needs and wants and we can talk and he we can hang out so I just 
like he's just so interesting and you know he's becoming this really interesting little person he's obsessed with rainbows and glitter like obsessed and it's been really interesting also to really have to like step outside of gender norms for the things that he likes and just trying to not put any of those expectations on him of like well in either direction of like no miles you can't play with that or like well if you do want to play with that then that inherently means something about who you will become as an adult like the kid just like you know like he wanted to order a rainbow tutu and i was like okay great and you know in my mind it was like this big deal and then it came and he didn't really like it because it was too itchy like that was this culmination of this whole you know and i was like this for him was just a thing just you know there's not yeah it doesn't mean anything so it's Mm -hmm. just been really interesting to have that contrast and also as he's getting older and as he's like having more opinions and things just it's so interesting to learn about myself through the lens of the expectations that i have for him i like this question so do you think you will always crossfit i have no idea and i feel like i was about to say like i hope so but i was like i don't really know if i hope so but i also don't know if i don't hope so i feel very like we'll see what happens about it i like crossfit because the the biggest reason i think i would stick with it would be for the community yeah but i don't feel like crossfit is this irreplaceable thing yeah i agree i i feel the same way when i read that i was like it seems like such a simple question i should be able to answer just right away and then what i immediately go to is like the history i have with crossfit where i'm like oh my gosh like this just completely changed my life like my body has changed my mentality around working out has changed like so much has changed while i've been in a relationship with crossfit it would be really hard to just be like i'm done with it but there's been days and weeks where i'm like should i take a break Like, I'm just kind of tired of, I don't know what I'm tired of. It's just, you feel like you just kind of want to do something new completely for six months. But I went to this, um, Lululemon has this like year long uh, membership that they give you like a free class every month to just try around town. And they're only doing it in Denver. So it's like this kind of like trial membership thing. And so this month it was at this studio called Fierce 45. It's like this great Pilates studio with you're like actually on reformers and I've worked muscles I didn't know I had type of scenario. Um, It was really cool, but I'm in there and I'm thinking like, how does someone just have a membership to like this studio only? Because when I go in there, it's like, again, like isolated, you're not really talking to a ton of people. The diversity in the class isn't really, there's not a lot of diversity. It's kind of like everyone kind of looks the same. And I just feel like while CrossFit, I I don't, I would argue is not the most diverse uh, population in the world. I would say just at least you get totally different body types, totally different backgrounds and people that are, you know, kind of like sharing this experience with you. But I don't know. I just feel like that you know, I would kind of think about that anytime I go to another studio where I'm like, I just kind of want an experience where I'm like exposed to people and humans and interacting and not just, I think I had such a bad taste in my mouth from like years of going to a gym and not talking to anybody and just like going and doing your workout that I, I just, I cannot stand going to gyms now where you're just like, don't say hi to someone. You like go, you do your workout and you leave and people are like just zoned in and they like won't talk to you. Like the workout I did at Orange Theory this weekend was really fun, but there's like people aren't talking to each other. And I just want to be like, as someone who's an introvert, I still like talk to people when I'm like at the gym. It's like, that's what the community piece is so important. Yeah. I think like I did CrossFit pretty much took a year long break from CrossFit starting last September. And when I came was, you know, trying to get active again, like I tried working out at home. I, you know, got um, outside the box, which is the like at home workout that 
Pat and Taz Barber do in um, partnership with Brute Strength. I got that membership. I got a Gold's Gym membership. I tried going to Alpine Training Center, which is like as close as you can get to CrossFit without actually being CrossFit. Like there's a lot less barbell. It's a lot more like endurance based, but a lot of the same movements, similar-ish community even, but really small. And that, like, even that gym, like, felt a little bit clicky. And then when I started going to CrossFit again, it just felt like the sigh of relief of, like, okay, finally. You know, it almost is like when you, I felt like I was, like, trying to make fetch happen. You know, it's like I wanted to switch around. And then I just kind of finally was like, you know what? I know what I like. Like, I'm just going to go back to what I to what I like. I'm not going to. It's like when you go to a restaurant and you're like, you know exactly what you like there. And then you order something else and it comes and you're like, why did I get this? I knew what I wanted. Totally. Totally. Yeah. Yep. But you just try it. You want to try something different. It's like when we go to Hawaii every year, every year, Scott and I have the same conversation and we're like, should we go somewhere else? And we're like, no, we just love, we love what we love. We know it. We love it. By the way, speaking of like workouts, highly recommend people watch the Bikram documentary if you haven't already. It's very controversial, but um, holy cow, that was crazy. And I did listen. There's a podcast called 30 for 30 where they did a series about Bikram. It will really open your eyes to some interesting things. And it made me think of like, okay, everyone just needs to be aware if they're in a cult, like careful, you're falling into a cult is so easy. If you're vulnerable and you're searching, and some people might argue that CrossFit is a cult. I was like, oh my gosh, am I in a cult? Uh, next question. Remember when you did more than one episode a week for a short bit? Little like winky face. Yes, we remember. And we would love to do that again. But I'm pretty sure it's not possible right now. That was like a very special one-time deal. It was special because we had yeah. done that podcast-a-thon like four-day getaway where all we did was record podcast like 10 hard. episodes and we yeah. podcast hard, podcast hard, eggplant emoji. <laughs> One day. Stuck. One day. One day what? That's the, that's the dream that we could, you know, just do nothing but podcast. Is that the dream? I don't know. I don't know if that's the dream. I mean, yeah. so here's the thing. If we did two podcasts a week, People would get so sick of us. I'm pretty sure like, yeah, yeah, I just, I always have this theory of like, you got to leave them wanting more. (laughs) Don't give them too much. I don't know. Yeah. What would we talk about? What would we talk about? Stephanie asks, do either of you have unique holiday traditions? No. (laughs) (laughs) Everything we do for the holidays truly is so standard. Scott's family opens gifts on Christmas Eve. So we celebrate Christmas and we open gifts on Christmas Eve. My family, oh, so fun. My my mom would always let us open one gift on Christmas Eve and then we opened presents on Christmas morning. So Christmas Eve, we got to open like one present and then Santa would come and then Christmas morning, we'd get all of our presents. I really like... I don't know. I just really like uh, spending Christmas at Scott Scott's house too, because it's like a very different tradition, but it's like good tradition. It took me a while when I first started dating him to be like, it's so weird to like open all your presents on Christmas Eve. And then like, what do you do on Christmas? <laughs> Scott's like, you just hang out. I'm like, where's all the presents? <laughs> Scott, when did Santa come? Come when on, Scott. When did Santa come? Like when did, yeah, I was like, I was so confused. I like this question. Favorite meal to eat out, breakfast, lunch, or dinner? That's a great question. Probably breakfast. Because I feel like really good breakfast food is not something I can make at home. Like it's so many steps and so many ingredients. And the last thing I want to do is get up in the morning and spend like an hour and a half making eggs Benedict when I could just go order you're hungry. eggs Benedict. You're yeah, hungry. You're hungry. And then you have to you clean break it all the up. Fast. And yeah. next thing you know, it's noon and all you've done with your whole day so far is just make and clean up eggs Benedict. Yeah. I will say that time that you and Jess and Jazz came over to my house and we had brunch at my house was like that was fun. one of the funnest brunches that we made. So I will say, I highly yeah. recommend like having friends over and making brunch. 
Um, I agree, totally agree with you. I love eating breakfast or brunch uh, out. Mm-hmm. Whatever happened to the Squatty Potty? One hit wonder or still the best invention ever? I have one. I love it. Scott cannot stand that we have one. I had to like finagle one into my house and think that he wouldn't notice. Oh, you can't get anything by Scott Parrish. He despises it. Like for the longest time, we had this like game where he kept hiding it. And like eventually he just wanted to like throw it out. Cannot stand that we have it. Can't stand that we have it. It is so I love funny. it. Like, I think it makes a difference. I do too. I love it. And yeah. and Sassy Dietitian approved. Sassy Dietitian approved. By the way, Sassy has a cookbook. Yeah, go. So many fun <laughs> things this episode. So many Laura things. Lagos, our, Laura Lagos, our very favorite dietitian, is coming out with a cookbook. I think by the time you guys get, you guys hear this, it will be out. It's a complete clean eating cookbook. <laughs> 200 fresh recipes and three easy meal plans for a healthy diet. So you can go to her social media and she goes deep into why she called it the clean eating cookbook because she knows that that's like a loaded term. Totally and loaded term, but she talks about it. We're not we're we're not here to debate that, but we are here to tell you that we love Sassy so much. We trust her wholeheartedly with diet advice, and we cannot wait for this cookbook. So go yes. check it out. And so proud of her. There may be a giveaway coming to you very soon from very soon from Joy and Claire mm-hmm. for this cookbook. Joy and Claire Santas are coming your way, oh and we're going to do the Santa dance too, the Mean Girls Santa dance. What do we have to do to get a husband's episode? Not gonna I happen. feel like that is a can that, of worms so, I don't want to open. <laughs> no, it would be so boring. First of all, they don't know. They're not podcasters. And they, like, no. Scott would be so awkward. Like, not in a bad way. He just, like, he's not a podcaster. He would, I cannot imagine him, like, getting on this podcast and, like, actually talking about something that, like, you guys would find interesting. But, like, if we were to sit down and have a beer, love it. But, like, he, they're not podcasters. Like Brandon would, would, like, humor us. And, like, I think he'd think he'd get a kick out of it. But yeah, it's not. Yeah, that's not going to happen. They're going to say. That's exactly not what you think. Okay, let's do let's do two more. Two more. How likely is it that Alex Smith will one day be on GGW? We would love it. We think he's great. Let's do two more in addition to that. I feel like that was like a quick. Okay. Favorite Thanksgiving side for sure: stuffing, bread, anything bread. I love bread. Hashtag Oprah. (laughs) I love bread. Would I mean gravy? We all know how I feel about gravy on this podcast. Gravy pinatas. <laughs> gravy pinatas. Um, I love gravy, guys. I just do. Does that count? I'm going to say yes, it counts. I also I just love... thought about uh, the time I put soup on my chicken. <laughs> so good. It's good, guys. Just throw it on there. It's great. Just throw it on there. Um, okay, let's do last one. What should it be? On which game show? This is a good quick one. We have a couple that are a little bit longer, and I want to get to those, but maybe in the next episode. On which game show would you most like to be a contestant? Price is freaking right. I grew up watching that show, and I (laughs) freaking love it. I watched it growing up like every single day, and I always tried to win like the the bidding and like, you know, the underbid where you're like, I'm going to bid a dollar. I, I always was like, how do you get on that show? And I think they'd like did. I, think, so, I mean, now, I don't know if I would like do it now, but when I was younger, I wanted to be on that show so bad. I don't think I've ever really been that into game shows, but um, do you remember like Supermarket Dash or whatever that that show was called? Oh my God, Supermarket Sweep? Yes. Supermarket you, like, Sweep. Get, oh, that, so I good. would do that one, 100% that one. That's, I used to like dream of doing that at the mall and just running around the mall and grabbing everything you could. That would be fun. That yeah. would be fun. Like, I don't think I could ever do a game show like Jeopardy or Wheel of Fortune where you have to like be so much pressure to like think would 
I'd be out. I would just like be catatonic in a panic attack the whole time. No. Yeah, I agree. (laughs) All right, guys. That was really good. Give us our socials. You can find us on. You can find us on Instagram at Joy and Claire underscore. We are on Facebook, Girls Gone Wad. We are on Twitter sometimes. Girls Gone Wad. Our um, URL is girl, our website. That's what I'm looking for. Girls Gone Wad podcast.com. You can email us, Girls Gone Wad at gmail.com. We love to hear from you. We love to hear voice memos. We love to hear comments. We love to get pictures of your pets wearing Santa outfits. We love to get pictures of your pets wearing turkey outfits. Any type of outfit that you... I don't know like what a pet Hanukkah outfit would look like, but I want to see it. Send us pictures of your pets wearing holiday outfits, please. Please support our fantastic sponsors. You can go to helloned.com. You can go to comradesocks.com. And you can go to superfat.com. All of those places, the code GGW will get you a fancy little discount and support the podcast we love Support you guys. For the podcast. Oh, Thank you guys so wait a much. What? You want to know what we haven't even like for one second talked about? The fact that they will be listening to this on Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> okay, so I imagine I imagine like everybody just cooking. You're either right now cooking and listening to this. You're either on a run or a walk escaping your family and the stress of family. Hello. We love you. Um, driving do some jumping jacks, get that energy yeah. out, maybe punch the air, do some shadow boxing. You're good. Reminder, friendly reminder, you do not have to earn your turkey. Anything that's like, oh, let's go do an earn your turkey run. Um, screw that. Food is beautiful and delicious and just spend the day with your family and your friends and give everybody hugs and just enjoy the delicious food. Amen. And enjoy your enjoy your gravy. Amen. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving. We love you guys. Bye. Bye.